Let's begin with hymn number 24, and we will sing stanzas one and two. Please stand. Unless you've been asleep this week, you may have missed the fact that we're speaking about the Word of God every day in chapel. Now, we use the Word of God every day in chapel. We don't always specifically talk about it as much as we do this particular week. Today, uh, we're going to focus on how the Word of God is important to us because it is the voice of our Good Shepherd speaking to each one of us. Now, in the Old Testament... In the tabernacle and in the temple, there was this most holy place, and in the holy place was the Ark of the Covenant. You've seen pictures of it. And a gold box with uh, an angel on one side and another angel on the other. And in between, the mercy seat, which didn't just represent, didn't just represent the presence of God, but it was the actual presence of God in the midst of the people. Now, Here's an example of a verse from one of the Psalms, Psalm 80. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. Stir up your strength and come and save us. This presence of God was celebrated all the time, and in the time of Jesus, a number of special festivals associated with it. One of them was called the Feast of Dedication. So the temple is full of people there celebrating this unique presence of God amongst his people, even though the old ark was gone at that point. Uh, and they were aware of this image of the shepherd of Israel dwelling between the cherubim. And who should show up and cause trouble but our Lord Jesus? And the words that I'm going to read now from John chapter 10 to us as Christians are particularly comforting. But to that first audience, they were very annoying because Christ was making some claims for himself. And what does he say? My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. 
No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. And then, I and the Father are one. Almost started a riot. Again, he tended to do that. Uh, But the beauty in that, to us, of course, the, the comforting part is that picture of no one being able to snatch us out of the hand of God. We are close to his heart. And how do we know that? How do we hear his voice so that we can indeed follow him? The answer, of course, is Jesus, uh, like everything else. And, and for us, of course, how do we hear the voice of Jesus? You don't hear it in the trees, the wind blowing. Uh, it's only found in one place, and that's in his precious word. Uh, today we're singing about that. And I'd like you to turn next to him. 289, wonderful text by Isaac Watts, and we are going to sing stanzas 1, 2, and 4. Yeah, I say it's a, I say it's a wonderful hymn because how Watts mines the Bible for all of these images of who Christ is. Uh, lots of Old Testament pictures in this.
Now we go back to the earliest days of the church, hymn 183. One hundred and eighty-three stands as one and three. All four are very good, but we're just doing those two. One and three. At the time of the Reformation, there was always a great debate going on about what the true church was, what it looked like, and how a person could be a part of it. There's a very simple little saying that Luther came up with uh, to, to sort of silence all of the confusion. What is the church? How can we know? How does the church have power? How does it have authority on earth? How does it have authority over me? and which resulted in all kinds of interesting convoluted arguments on the part of the established church and even on, a, on the part of those uh, churches that were uh, growing outside of it. So here's what Luther says. God be praised. Even a seven-year-old child knows what the church is. What is it? Holy believers and the little sheep who hear the voice of their shepherd. Even a seven-year-old child knows that. This is what the church is. Uh, the little sheep who hear the voice of their shepherd. And this is why children pray in this way. I believe in the holy Christian church. 
Uh, and he talks about a seven-year-old because it was customary in those days, even before the days of the, the Lutheran Reformation in Germany, for seven-year-old children to be able to recite the Apostles' Creed. And so Luther refers to that and says, even a little child knows what the church is. It's the little sheep who hear the voice of their shepherd. It's a beautiful, beautiful image and one that we treasure as well. Next, we're going to sing some more shepherd stuff. And we have to turn now to 426. This hymn, uh, beloved not just in the Lutheran tradition, but in many Protestant traditions that trace their roots back to the Protestant Reformation in some form, uh, written by Erdmann Neumeister. If you were in Vespers last night, we sang an, another text by Neumeister, I Know My Faith is Founded. He's a fine, fine poet, one of our best. And I'd like for us uh, to sing stanzas one through three, and then skip ahead to eight. One through three, and then eight. And so here we are again using the word of God without actually talking about it being the word of God. But I just ruined that.
that is a wonderful place to stop. So, 